Welcome to Making Sense of the Madness. I'm your host, Sean Morgan. We're going to question the mainstream narrative and expose media propaganda. We're going to talk to Dr. Kirk Elliott, PhD economist, about what's going on. Crypto's crashing. The stock market's crashing. Uh, what can we do to protect ourselves? And we're also going to talk to Pastor Billy Crone about transhumanism and the Great Reset. A lot of things going on in the news. I'm going to do a short monologue about what's going on with the tensions in Ukraine. Is there going to be an invasion from Russia? What is Biden going to do about it? What is going on? Let's make sense of the madness as soon as we get back from a word from our sponsor. In early 2021, a short squeeze in silver was initiated. What does this mean? It means that individual investors can take advantage of a global supply shortage in silver, while the big banks will have to end their contracts with physical delivery of an asset that's becoming scarce to non-existent. Low supply plus high demand will cause prices to increase rapidly. The only way to take advantage of a short squeeze is to own physical silver. Call Sovereign Advisors today. They have over 27 years of experience identifying these trends. So so you can maximize your return while at the same time minimize your risk. Call them today before prices go up any further. 720-605-3900. Hello, friends and fellow patriots. This is John Michael Chambers, the creator and founder of American Media Periscope. Emmy Award winner Graham Ledger has joined the team here at AMP. Graham will serve as vice president of operations and news anchor helping to propel Periscope into 2022 and beyond. Stay tuned for further announcements. Believe me, the best is yet to come. Let's get right into the breaking news. The U.S. State Department has issued a level four travel advisory. They're telling all of the diplomats in Ukraine to get their families the heck out of the country because there might be a military invasion. And according to the prime minister of the U.K., Boris Johnson, Putin might be planning a lightning war to take out Ukraine's capital. So this is some major saber rattling going on on both sides. A lot of really strong rhetoric. Biden's considering sending troops to Eastern Europe. Uh, so, yes, we're going to keep an eye on this and keep reporting on it. In Alberta, Canada, the health data was inadvertently published and quickly deleted that showed that more than half of vaccinated deaths have been counted as unvaccinated. So they're always fudging the data, the deep state. You can never trust the numbers of the polls or the health data. You're going to have to just keep in, tuning in to alternative media and these analysts who are crunching numbers in alternative ways to try to get a real picture of what's going on. And in Wisconsin, there's an elections investigator who's filing suit to try to get the mayors of Green Bay and, and Madison to be in jail because they're refusing to be in a deposition to answer questions. Uh, this is uh, um, one of the mayors gave the key to the arena uh, where so many uh, weird things happened. And so the investigator wants answers. The mayors won't even answer them. And so they might be going to jail until they do. So the CDC is actually monitoring local residents for some kind of symptoms because there was a crash of a semi-truck that had 100 test monkeys from the CDC. So just when you thought that it couldn't get any more surreal with the pandemic stuff, to have a whole bunch of test monkeys get involved in a rand, so-called random crash, uh, you know, it just it's too coincidental. 
I don't want the CDC shipping anything at all by truck. It seems like they're always losing vials or crashing with some type of, uh, you know, <laughs> smallpox vials and COVID vials. Just keep your stuff in the laboratory and stop shipping it because apparently the CDC cannot ship diseases safely. Well, let's watch this video because in Canada, truckers are doing massive rallies across the country. Uh, we're going to find out in the truckers own words why they're doing it. And I think they're quite eloquent. Whatever you think about the issue, there's something that feels deeply Canadian about the sound of diesels idling before sunrise on a winter morning. We're here to take these trucks across Canada to stop this tyranny and the government doing what they're doing to people in this country. On to Ottawa. It's been done before. But the pandemic edition is being led by big rig truckers protesting the end of the vaccine exemption for cross-border work. A couple of dozen rigs and a lot of cars left Delta Sunday morning, headed east. How do you see it as being unjust? Because you're forcing it upon people. Choosing between a job or a vaccination isn't a choice. There's a change that's happened in the composition of this protest movement. Earlier, you saw people pushing conspiracy theories and things that just weren't true. Now we're hearing from people who say they're just fed up with the restrictions and others who say they've been told they have to get vaccinated or they'll lose their job. I'm a documentary filmmaker here in Vancouver and I wanted to support the, uh, the truckers uh, with this um, convoy that they are starting. But not everyone's on board with the convoy. Canadian Trucking Alliance doesn't support it and has warned them not to disrupt traffic. Other observers say you've had plenty of warning about the rules, so come on, guys. It's not that it kind of was pulled out of nowhere. There has been an opportunity for people to get to be compliant so that they wouldn't be disrupted by it. Industry advocates say the rate of vaccination among truckers is about the same as in the general public. But being the backbone of the economy, no one knows what the cost will be of sidelining the holdouts. I don't need to be persuaded now. I've made my choice. We're getting ready to roll here. In Delta, Paul Johnson, Global News. Those are true patriots, those truckers. But you know, you could probably notice the bias and, and uh, the kind of fake news aspect of that reporting, but at least they got the truckers' voices out there. Well, there are other type of disinformation agents, you know, posting other stories trying to say that truckers are protesting road conditions. Like, they'll, they will just frame this any way they can to avoid the general public from waking up about the fact that everyone in the world, uh, nearly everyone in every country in the world is tired of these mandates. In fact, Worldwide protests this weekend in D.C., across Europe, all over the world uh, against the mandates for five freedoms and millions turned out. But you won't find out about it on the mainstream media, only from American Media Periscope and other alternative news sources. So a Pfizer CEO is saying that the annual that COVID jabs should be annual, that that would be a really ideal situation for people to keep getting injected every single year for the rest of their lives. And it certainly would be good for their bottom line. Uh, 
That's it for the breaking news headlines. We're going to go to a word from our sponsor. When we get back, we're going to talk to Dr. Kirk Elliott about the latest in the crashing stocks and crypto as soon as we get back. Hello, everyone. This is John Michael Chambers, the creator and founder of American Media Periscope. Now, did you know that annuities are a great way to protect a portion of your retirement portfolio from downside risk? And unlike CDs and money market accounts, they accumulate tax deferred and can participate in the upside of market indexes. And they are probate free and can provide an income you can't outlive. Let a company you can trust help you select an annuity that's right for you. Call the Cleveland Insurance Group at 844-USA-2024. That's 844-USA-2024. Tell them John Michael Chambers sent you. Cleveland Insurance Group are true patriots. You can check out the link in the description below to get a free consultation about annuities. Well, Pastor Billy Crone is a gifted... Oh, sorry. Not Pastor Billy Crone yet. So we're going to talk to Dr. Kirk Elliott first. He's that PhD economist that's a partner with us. He's going to talk to us all about the crashing markets. Kirk, can you hear me okay? I can hear you just great. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. So... Yeah, it's been a bloodbath. I mean, I think that uh, Bitcoin's down 20% in a week. We've got tech stocks uh, super crashing. All the risk on assets are doing horribly. Even uh, well, silver was kind of rising slightly and then it came down a little bit along with everything else today. Uh, what's your overall comment on this? What's going on? Do you think it's because of Ukraine, because of the Fed? Uh, My take is because it's the Fed. Um, You know, so this this is a really big week for for news reports, for for economic numbers that are coming out. So we've got initial jobless claims coming out. I think tomorrow uh, is going to be the preliminary numbers posted. Well, the last two weeks have been just brutal. Um, And so I'm expecting worse than expected initial jobless claims, which will really impact the markets in a negative way. Um, since the Biden administration has been touting, ah, we're doing a great job, right? People are working. It's like, that's not true. And the numbers will actually show it. And then Wednesday is the big meeting. Wednesday, the FOMC, the uh, you know Federal, Open, Federal Reserve Open Market Committee meets. And then we're going to have the comments from, from Chairman Powell. So this morning, though, um, very hawkish type type kind of preliminary announcements. Cause we all know that they've they've already said they're gonna raise rates at least four times this year. Well, this morning looks like, well, that's maybe gonna be adjusted to six to seven rate increases this year. So when that kind of came out, you saw the Dow get hit by a thousand points. I mean, it was just cratering and it ended up, you know, posting a, a slightly positive gain you know, by the end of the day, up 99 points, but it was down a thousand. So what does that mean? That tells us that that the markets do not like the rising rates that are coming. And it was down a thousand, plunge protection team jumped into the deep end of the pool. I mean, when, when you see that kind of a rise at the end, that's not normal market activity. That's plunge protection team, you know, jumping in, um, making sure that things don't just absolutely have a bloody free fall, right? But but we are seeing a bloody free fall. The, so when you look at last week's activity, Sean, um, the NASDAQ, the NASDAQ 100 was down over 1% every single trading day, five days in a row, down over 1%. 
um, tech stocks are, are not faring well. Well, when you look at the past, it's like, when was the last time this happened that you had over a 1% drop five days in a row? It was in 2000 when the tech stock wow. bubble burst. And what commenced after that was a, an 80% drop in tech stocks. So you've got this seriously overbought status. Things are, are not poised for, for good returns. When you have people not working, you have these inflationary pressures. You've got now more supply chain disruptions being promised from China as, as you know, the, the Olympics are going to be there in Beijing. And they've already said, oh, another strain of COVID hit in China. We're going to shut down the ports. It's like, oh, great. So now the rest of the world isn't going to have even stuff, fewer things than they already have, you know, on the shelves for a bit. So that's not looking good. I mean, this is not a pretty picture. And and I, I if I were an investor in the stock market, which I'm not right now, I've been out of stocks for, for quite some time, um, I would be very, I would have trepidation about what we saw today. It, it's not like, ooh, this is this is great. Look, the Dow was up 99 points. Look at it. It was down a thousand prior to that today before some plunge protection team jumped in to try to save the day. So not not good fundamentals, Sean, looking looking at this or technicals, no matter how you look at it. Yeah. I can only imagine all those people that have their life savings and their retirement all in the stock markets, how vulnerable they are. And, and this is before an invasion in Ukraine. This is before, uh, you know, some kind of big scandal happens with the Biden administration. Uh, this is before those six rate hikes. <laughs> so, so I mean, it's looking downhill from here. So let, let's talk about alternatives. If people don't want to be in stocks, what are, what are some other things they can be in? Well, I wouldn't be in cryptos right now either. I mean, that's been the big alternative that people have had for a while. But but when you look at, at the potential for taxing unrealized gains, which have been floated out there, you're, you're looking at some, I mean, you, you said it in, in your monologue, you know, Bitcoin down 20%, right? I mean, it, it's it's not faring well. And, and the, the cryptos across the board are not doing well. And so yeah. I think what, what's happening here is people are looking for value. People are looking for truth. People are looking for, for meaning. And that's where tangible assets like gold and silver really play should play a prominent role in somebody's portfolio because the things that that are are not real, the things that are phony, the things that are being held together with stimulus money, the the things that are being propped up here by plunge protection teams, they're they're not they can't be propped up forever because it's other people's money. That's debt. That's stimulus money, and it's and it's simply not real now. Silver did come down today, but it, it was up like the uh, last five days. So to me, when you see that kind of activity, it's just profit taking, you know, because big banks, hedge funds, they have short term investors. They have quarterlies that they need to appease their shareholders. And, and you see this a lot. You, you see a big trend and, and they're not long term investors. They have to appease a, a quarterly shareholder, right? They have to do that. And so they'll lock in little little profits here and there, and then it dips, and then they buy low, and then they lock in profits again. Um, they're not medium to long-term investors. And that's, I believe, what we're seeing in the gold and silver markets is just people locking in profits from over the last week. But um, silver was down. When you look at today, you know how the plunge protection team came in 
thousand points down on the Dow, it closed up 99. Silver was down 57 cents earlier in the day. And, and you know, as we're talking right now, it's down like 30 cents. So, so it came rebounding back up as fundamentals start to really hold true, right? And that's what we always have to look at is America responds notoriously <laughs> to uh, sound bites, knee jerk reaction to a, a quick soundbite news story. But the fundamentals of the markets always hold true in the end. And what are the fundamentals? Higher taxes, interest rates rising, inflationary pressures, political chaos. Those things you can't change overnight. Those right. things will impact the markets, medium and long term. And that's why I'm shouting it from the rooftops. Gobble up silver, gobble up gold, gobble up tangible assets because they actually have meaning. Yeah, I feel sorry for those uh, altcoin, you know, owners of the last week, they've lost around 40% of the top altcoins like uh, Solana and so forth. So it's a really hard time to be in crypto right now. Uh, and, and so people who are looking for that value for, for less volatility, it seems obvious to do gold and silver. Thank you so much, Kirk, for coming on. We'll talk to you next Monday. And who knows, maybe Ukraine will be invaded by then. I mean, seriously, when you have these superpowers getting into conflict, uh, the markets can get really scared by that. So I'm looking forward to the update next Monday. Thanks for coming on, Kirk. All right, we're going to a quick break. When we come back, we're talking to Pastor Billy Crone. Talk to him about transhumanism and the Great Reset as we get back. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled my pillow. And to thank you for your support, I'm going to pass the savings directly on to you. Go to MyPillow.com right now to get deep discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you can get my premium my pillows regularly $69.98, now just $29.98, the lowest price ever. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Hello, friends and fellow patriots. This is John Michael Chambers, the creator and founder of American Media Periscope. At Periscope, we deliver the news behind the news, the story behind the story, as we are, in fact, on the pulse of truth. Periscope has a mission unlike any other broadcasting company today because it is centered around you. We are living through raging psyops, sting ops, and information war, where other media companies lie and deceive without any shame or moral conscience. We at Periscope are fighting this information war. I am pleased to announce that Emmy Award winner Graham Ledger, formerly of One America News, has joined the team here at Periscope. Graham will serve behind the scenes as an integral role as VP of Operations, helping to propel AMP into 2022 and beyond. As a weekly news anchor, Graham will also be launching the Ledger Report here at our broadcasting network beginning February of this year. Stay tuned to further announcements and be sure to sign up for free subscription to American Media Periscope simply by visiting AmericanMediaPeriscope.net. Yes, the best is yet to come. 
And remember to support Mike Lindell, that patriot, and support your family's sleep health. Go to MyPillow.com. Use that AMP888 promo code to get a discount. Well, Pastor Billy Crone is a gifted author, counselor, and conference speaker. Let's welcome Pastor Billy Crone to the show. Hi, Pastor Billy. How you doing? Hey, Sean. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. So how does a pastor get to start talking about the Great Reset and transhumanism? Sometimes it's actually a part of my background. Uh, I used to be the camp that used to push for what Reset um, wants to do. And basically it was bringing in a one-world government, a one-world economy. They want to these matrix uh, system where they will literally manage everything about your life, including your finances. And uh, and then of course uh, I got I began uh, reading the Bible and I found out the Bible warned about this about two thousand years ago. The great rise the Antichrist. Uh, we're having some uh, trouble getting you your connection. Maybe we should turn the video off and just do audio. I'm going to listen to my ear from the producer see if that's possible. Uh, but you said you had a, a background in it and that that you. Uh, saw the satanic agenda to control us, basically, that tyranny to control every aspect of our lives, including our finances. Yeah, and again, it's not a conspiracy theory. These guys actually, it's out there in print. They tell you what they want to do. Uh, you got world figures on the scene right now, like Klaus Schwab, uh, the founder, the CEO of the World Economic Forum. Uh, you got people that are like Bill Gates. You got Elon Musk. They're all part of the, this camp. And as elitists, they believe it's their job. In fact, their duty, if you will, uh, to begin to tell the rest of us how we need to live according to their image. And, and again, none of it uh, makes sense until you get back to the scripture where we were warned about this 2,000 years ago. It's just the, the alarming aspect is it's now happening before our very eyes. And one of the excuses they're doing to put it all into place, this global matrix system that they call the Great Reset, one of the excuses, of course, is the so-called COVID crisis. Right. They never let a good crisis go to waste. Now, when you're referring to scripture, are you saying uh, the book of Revelation, the mark of the beast, you can't buy or sell without the mark? Is that what you're referring to? Correct. Revelation 13 talks about that in the seven year tribulation period that you're going to have two cohorts. You're going to have the Antichrist and then you're going to have a religious cohort, the uh, false prophet. And they're literally going to be micromanaging the planet. They're going to control buy and sell. Uh, and, and then they're going to be able to build a type system is there they not only know and control what you buy and sell but they know uh, whether or not you are able uh, to do what they do if you don't get the antichrist they will actually kill you is what that says. this is on a whole basis so how are you going to know whether people obey an order is given but i mean you have to build some of a global media and as crazy as about years ago that system is already in place. Still having a little trouble getting the audio through, uh, but uh, I am. Uh, we're going to work on just going to go to quick commercial. When we come back, we're going to try to get that audio figured out. So just stick with us. 
In early 2021, a short squeeze in silver was initiated. What does this mean? It means that individual investors can take advantage of a global supply shortage in silver while the big banks will have to end their contracts with physical delivery of an asset that's becoming scarce to non-existent. Low supply plus high demand will cause prices to increase rapidly. The only way to take advantage of a short squeeze is to own physical silver. Call Sovereign Advisors today. They have over 27 years of experience identifying these trends so you can maximize your return while at the same time minimize your risk. Call them today before prices go up any further. 720-605-3900. Hello, everyone. This is John Michael Chambers, the creator and founder of American Media Periscope. Now, did you know that annuities are a great way to protect a portion of your retirement portfolio from downside risk? And unlike CDs and money market accounts, they accumulate tax-deferred and can participate in the upside of market indexes. And they are probate-free and can provide an income you can't outlive. Let a company you can trust help you select an annuity that's right for you. Call the Cleveland Insurance Group at 844-USA-2024. That's 844-USA-2024. Tell them John Michael Chambers sent you. We are back with Pastor Billy Crone and we had some technical issues, but we're we're back and everything's okay. So, Pastor Billy, I, I'm curious here because we're all they're already trying to roll out vaccine passports. They're already trying to control whether we can buy or sell uh, if if we unless we have this thing, you know, a thing that we carry in our right hand, right, a, a smartphone. Right. Uh, but I'm not seeing any type of religious cohort uh, like a false messiah yet. Uh, you know, are we still early here? What do you think? Well, the uh, religious cohort, uh, to use the terminology, uh, he, he basically wants to, he's controlling, the, the false prophet is controlling all the religions on the planet. And he works in conjunction, Revelation 13 says, with the anti-government of the planet. He's a global figure who's trying to corral all, all the religions under one umbrella. Uh, and right now, if you take a look at what's going on, it's in that Vatican and the Pope Francis, and you can go all the way back to Pope, uh, uh, John Paul II, and they've been working for decades to corral all the religions on the planet, including the ones you think would never go along with religion, and that's the Jewish community as well as the Islamic community. And they're making and saying we all got to come together to provide peace for the planet, just as long as you're under the umbrella of the Vatican. And uh, in fact, the Jewish people right now are actually uh, working on trying to create a new Jewish temple rebuilt on the Temple Mount uh, right next to the Muslim uh, uh, Dome of the Rock in Alaska Mosque. And they said that we could become and we could all worship there together uh, as one faith. In fact, if you look in the news, the, the Vatican is working with different religions around the planet. They're building what's called these Abrahamic faith centers or universal worship centers, and not only in the heart of Islamic countries, if you can believe that, uh, in their work with the Jewish temple, but even in the United States and different cities, including Washington, D.C., they have plans of building these universal uh, temple centers. So it, the to use the phrase, as one guy says, uh, if the Pope ain't the, the false prophet, he's working real hard to get the job. <laughs> yeah, good point. I mean, they're really trying to unify those three major world religions and the United yeah. Nations and these international groups, this is this is not their first time dabbling in this, 
right? They're very interested in some kind of universal spiritual education system. Uh, any other comment on that? Yeah, well, exactly. And I had the uh, privilege a couple of years ago, we were doing a documentary. So we shot at the United Nations, not only on the outside, but on the inside. And when you actually go on the inside of the United Nations, uh, man, they make no bones about it. They are there for a one world government, a one world economy and a one world religion. It's all over the place. The mural is in fact, we even were able to sneak in videotaping the UN has a center where religions can come in and quote uh, and help bring about this world. So that's really all it is, it is to bring about again, uh, it sounds wild, but a Big things that are coming: a one-world religion, I mean, a one-world, and market where everybody is tied in is their stated goal, tied into that system, and they will monitor your life, not just the buying. So sorry that we had the technical problems with Pastor Billy Crone. We're going to make sure we get him back real soon because this is a fascinating topic and uh, we need to cover it, but it just has to be another day when we get the technical stuff straightened out. Um, I do want to make a few announcements though. January 25th, 8 p.m. Eastern, there's a live Zoom call, question and answer with James Grunfig and Kevin Jenkins. That's for premium subscribers. On February 5th in Florida, they're having a Defend Florida event it's going to be huge. There's going to be General Flynn. Graham Ledger is going to be the, the MC. This is going to be a really big event, and they're going to discuss how patriots in Florida can help save the 2022 elections and secure them. Up next tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern, we do have Patriot Street Fighter, and you can always go to SeanMorganReport.com, sign up for my breaking news updates. Sorry about the technical problems. We're going to be back. 6 p.m. Uh, Eastern tomorrow. And we do have uh, a nice video to show you here uh, before we close out so that you, you do get some good quality content. So make sure you check out this little mini documentary that I produced. Uh, so check it out now. Thank you. Bye-bye. Mark Zuckerberg just released this video, it's 11 minutes long, where he unveils this virtual world he calls the Metaverse, renaming the Facebook company to Meta, but it was completely tone deaf. He and his colleagues tried so hard to stay upbeat, fearful, and lighthearted. They tried to make this new virtual world seem so whimsical and fun. But in this video, he didn't address any objections a person might have to an entering a purely digital social world. He didn't address any objections people would have based on his past policies. He didn't address any of the things that a person would miss out on by being in a virtual world. How a healthy balance with real life would be necessary. He didn't address the context that would force people to want to escape into a virtual world. You know, the fact that people uh, feel like they're living in a nightmare right now, that they're afraid of their fellow humans because of this pandemic. Let's get started here with a list of things that you cannot get in this so-called whimsical happy metaverse. You cannot get fresh air from plants. You cannot get spring water enriched from minerals from the earth. You cannot get a real hug or kiss or a physically intimate experience with another human being. You cannot get this electromagnetic wave from a person's 
body or heart or you know what have you our bodies emit these electromagnetic waves and that's why we feel so special when we're around or another person or we hug them or we uh, have physical intimacy you can't experience that in a virtual world you cannot experience the resonance of the earth itself which is quite healing to the human body you can't experience you know nutrition from real food from all these magical plants around the world you can't experience the physical power of hands-on healing that people have used for thousands of years to heal each other you just can't get that in a virtual world you don't experience sunlight on your skin or a light spectrum that you need for your eyes and for your body and all those vitamins and so forth and hormones that are you know produced when you have a healthy amount of sunlight you can't experience a connection with an animal such as a cat, a dog, or a dolphin, a bird, or any type of animal in the world. You can never truly connect with an animal uh, from this beautiful planet in Mark Zuckerberg's metaverse. You can't take a walk in nature that's a truly sensory experience. You can't do procreation. You can't, you know, biologically do what you need to do to create a family in the metaverse. Your body will never be healed by the ocean's unique salt content in the metaverse. You cannot look directly into the windows of another person's soul and exchange energy in the metaverse. And you cannot smell another person, which by the way, detects thousands of things about their genetic makeup and hormones and state of being. You're always be going to be limited to a fake avatar that is just a fraction of what that other human being actually is in real life. Here are a list of drawbacks to the metaverse that Mark Zuckerberg didn't mention. He did not mention that electromagnetic pollution in your body will result from all of the Wi-Fi and the electronics that are going to be uh, on your body or close to your body. He didn't mention that your eyes are going to be deprived of oxygen and sunlight and normal sensory experience for long periods of time especially if this gets integrated into our workplace for eight hours a day. You may find it difficult in the metaverse to establish real-world relationships and be around other people physically because you'll be so used to this fake virtual world. Your social skills may not be properly developed and the ones you have might actually end up degenerating. Prostitution is just a natural result of what will happen in the metaverse. It will become very common. Many people will fail to establish healthy sexual relationships in the real world because it'll be so easy and cheap to have sexual experiences that are not truly real in this virtual world. Many people will get highly addicted to this experience of the metaverse and they will feel like they're unable to even function in the real world. This is already happening with Facebook and the normal social media. Mark Zuckerberg leaves out the context of this pandemic and this cultural war that's unfolding as we speak. And he he really timed this rollout for this virtual world perfectly. Let's look at a few examples. Recently, we had an authoritarian lockdown that's made it difficult to do in-person learning and working. Isn't that really convenient for him to roll out this virtual world? And now billions of people are afraid of their fellow humans due to the pandemic. Isn't that really convenient to roll out this virtual world? And people are forced to wear masks wherever they go. Wouldn't it be better just to escape into this virtual world where you, know, you can't even travel to a foreign country anyway? 
how convenient that is for this rollout of this technology. People are being forced to get vaccines, to move, to work, to socialize. Isn't that convenient for this type of escapism? And crime is at an all-time high. Families and friends are in a cultural war. This makes this virtual war you know, the only place that feels safe to people physically or psychologically. And isn't that really convenient for Mark Zuckerberg to be timing the rollout of this when people feel like they need a safe place to be? But the thing is, Mark Zuckerberg has lost all his credibility as the person to usher in this new phase of human existence. He has failed to respect our basic privacy rights throughout his leadership of Facebook. He has failed to respect our freedom of speech. Uh, he, you know, wrong think is flagged, shadow banned, demonetized, deplatformed, and warning messages are placed under your posts if you do anything or say anything that is against the policies of Facebook, even though it might scientifically be true. And he has actively tried to get children as young as six to be addicted to his social media companies. He shows no interest in establishing healthy boundaries for technology, especially for children. And he has ignored and downplayed how social media causes depression and suicide. Is this a bug or a feature to him that social media causes depression and suicide because he's shown zero interest in actually addressing this problem. And he has meddled in our democratic process through censorship and through funding a record number of mail-in ballots in democratic districts. He's put in more money in our election system than any other person in the history of humanity. He has failed to address technology addiction at all, despite it being a common aspect of our modern life that affects most of his customers. And a Hollywood movie was made about his life, which showed that he's willing to stab his best friend in the back and do pretty much anything for control and money. That movie is called The Social Network, and you can watch it anytime you want to get an idea of who Mark Zuckerberg really is. In this Metaverse unveiling video that you can watch, it's 11 minutes long, Mark and his engineer discussed how the human hands are such an engineering marvel and difficult to recreate technologically. Well, yes, yes, they are. They were made by divine design, by God. And Mark and his team can try to play God, but they will always fall short. And they need to acknowledge the divine creation of humanity, animals, plants, nature, the sun, the moon, ocean, the earth. You know, man can try to play with technology, but at what expense is it going to be? I know, I know personally, I am never even going to put on a VR or virtual reality headset. I am not going to do that. I'm not going to go into another fake world. I'm going to stay in the real world. Maybe, just maybe, I will try these augmented reality glasses. And, uh, you know, if it's a company that produces these glasses that I actually trust and has some credibility, and if they have some kind of plan, because you have to have humanity's trust before we're willing to enter into this phase of reality. You have to address all the objections we have. You have to show you have a plan to address all the drawbacks such as the addiction, the health and social effects. If these technocrats show no interest in balancing technology and nature, we will reject technology outright and go back to a simple way of life. You know, that life with hugs and kisses and procreation and live concerts and sports and animals and all those things about life on earth that make life worth living? Yeah, it's starting to look uh, pretty tempting to just go back to a simple life. You know, we really, really have an opportunity here as a crossroads for humanity to choose a fake world or a real one.